0: Market Automation Platforms, CRM, Enrichment, Attribution, Chatbots, Complex Analytics, BI, Databases, SQL, Apex, APIs, SoCal, Web Analytics, iPass, CDP, ABM, Demand Gen, Lead Gen, Lead Routing, Lead to Account Matching, Email Marketing, Virtual Events, Field Marketing, Sales Engagement Tools, Webinar Tools, Data Normalization, Sales Processes, Data Visualization, Prospect, Lifecycle Management, Customer Experience, SDR Cadences, Copywriting, QA, Database Hydrogen, Data Orchestration, Complex engagement programs, account-based advertising, duplicate management, data automation, webinars, intent data, sales automation, GDPR, privacy policy, CPA, AI, working cross-functionally, building a roadmap, operationalizing accounts in market, prioritization framers, reading your CMO's mind, predicting the future, scaling campaign volume by a million, working with half the headcount you need, and making sure nothing ever goes wrong ever. Marketing operations. <laughs> Probably missing a lot there, but... Doesn't that give everyone a little bit of anxiety when you think about your to-do list?
1: Yeah, I think everyone's listening to that. Well, if we didn't lose you because you thought that (laughs) that was maybe uh, something wrong with the (laughs) the podcast, um, all of you are probably thinking, wow, those are all the things they need to think about every day in marketing ops and how overwhelming that is. So um, welcome to today's episode of Forward, and we're going to discuss how to navigate our roles like how to basically build out our skill set and be confident in it Um, but understand there are times where you don't need to know everything Um, you need to know about everything the strategy behind everything but becoming an expert and everything just kind of seems impossible right now and for those who are unable to keep up you might be feeling less than in your role but really um, it's normal. We're all feeling this right now. And so, uh, you know, to kick it off, that's what Charlie just, uh, you know, spout out all the things that kind of encapsulate just marketing ops. And it goes even beyond that. You know, Charlie posted a post on LinkedIn talking about that. And just in the past 10 years, it's been everything um, in in that list, but plus more people can think of everything added on and on and on. and. Um, It's just created this sense of chaos, I think, for marketing ops people because they're unsure of where they should focus their time in learning. And it's also hard to keep up your learning when you're just doing. You're very busy in your role. And so we wanted to talk through the different types of roles in marketing ops, how to identify where to spend your time, in your learning based on what your goal is in that career journey, and then um, how that can really help you just build your confidence, knowing that you are the expert in what you do. Um, so yeah, did you wanna kick it off, Charlie? I know you have um, you know, a few of the different personas that you wanna talk about and help us um, mm-hmm. identify what those are.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the most important part is that you can't really be everything so i think as a in a marketing profession we it, this is kind of it hasn't crept on enough, crept up on us but it has been something that's evolved over the last 10 years since we started mm-hmm. you know back in 2010 yes i'm um, i'm sure a lot of the stuff on this list um was out there but the general marketing demand gen person marketing ops person yeah you were you were mainly dealing with you know, your marketing automation platform mm-hmm. salesforce um maybe a few other aspects but it, the list definitely wasn't this long, right? No. So as all of these aspects, you know, the world got more and more digital, you know, more and more platforms, more and more technologies, more and more things like, you know, go-to-markets like ABM and all of these different things, like other things like GDPR and CCPA, all of these things kind of crept up and added to the to-do list. Yeah, It's got pretty overwhelming to keep up with it all. But as a marketing operations person, we feel like we need to, be an expert in every single one of these things. Mm -hmm. But I just don't think that's possible, especially for a lot of the companies we work for, who work with, who um, they've got marketing ops team of one One. to three people, Mm -hmm. right? Or if you're just that marketing ops person of one, you know, you really can't be an expert in all of this. And especially if you're trying to elevate yourself to a management position, a director level position, maybe even you have aspirations to be a CMO one day, you just shouldn't be trying to be the expert in every single one of these things.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, I think that, that sometimes you're being asked to do that and so there's almost this sense of, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to know how to do all that and strat- and build out the strategy, like my boss has asked me to do this, but you know, ego gets in the way then and we don't wanna say, oh, no, I I don't know how to do that. Or, oh, that's going to take me a long time to figure out how to do that, but still make my goals. And I think it it takes the courage to stand up and say, you know, these are this is why I can't do that. But we can go find the expert to do that. And it's going to be even better for us in the long run. But instead, a lot of marketing people just want to be scrappy and want to feel like they can figure it out. And I think I love that mentality, you know we have that um, a lot of the great market house people we know have that, but after a certain point you're not really helping your career um, especially when
0: when it gets out of kind of like the your like your specialist skill set, a lot of the things I listed are out there, yes, you need to be an expert in as a marketing operations person right mm-hmm. but when when you get out of kind of that skill set and you start going into you know like data science or like complex really intense like apex coding in salesforce and things like that like if, if you unless you are an expert in that stuff um you you might be creating more trouble than it's worth mm-hmm. right like yeah. bad code in salesforce is not good no um so there there's a time and a place for like trying to figure out things and be scrappy like like christy said mm-hmm. but at the same time you you do need to figure out like what is your lane now in mm-hmm. marketing operations, it's no longer just like I'm a marketing operation person; I do everything. There are specialist skill sets now developing in marketing operations that you can decide upon, and then you can just be focused and be the true expert there, or you can be the generalist. Make sure you can speak everyone's language. Make sure you under understand what SQL is and understand what you know Apex is. Understand all of these complex things enough to be able to have the conversations with the expert. Mm-hmm. Um, and we wanted to be able. We wanted to share something. I saw um, from Scott Brinker the other day around different roles in ops. I thought it was just really, really nicely explained. So so if you're listening to this, you're not going to be able to see it, but I'll try and do a good job of explaining it. So there's generally four key areas. And actually, I listened to him this morning. There's another one, the fifth one, which is management. But so up in the top left, and they're kind of on these two axes, Going you know north to south, you have pro- process orientation and technology orientation. And then on the other axis, you have external orientation versus internal orientation. So where you have like people who are high process and working internally, that's your operations orchestrator. So that's like your, your marketing automation admin. Um, where you have someone facing more externally, but dealing with process, that's people like building your programs and your campaigns, like your growth marketers. Then you have people externally facing, but more of the technology orientation, he calls them the marketing makers, these like your engineers, your, your developers, those kind of people. And then you have technology orientation and internal, where he calls the modelers, and this is your analytics architects. So I, I love these four key areas, the mm-hmm. kind of the architects, the orchestrators, the demand builder, and the marketing maker. Because i think each one of these even if you're a person of one like even if you're a team of one this really does like if you're really going to do this properly you yeah. would have a person for each of these things right mm-hmm.
1: yeah and 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 a lot of the times all of this kind of falls onto one person but we'll find that oh shoot you know in the marketing maker side someone who's a you know traditionally operations orchestrator or the demand and marketer They don't know how to code, like they don't understand how to build Apex and and to be honest, I would say don't even try, you know, like that's not going to if your whole goal in your career is to not be that marketing engineer or developer, it's much better for you to just go and find someone to do that. But a lot of the times deep down inside, we just think.
0: I need to figure
1: it out. I need to figure that out. Or, oh, man, I don't know how to code. That probably means I'm not the best marketing ops person. I'm not as technical as XYZ and he talks about, you know, you know, how to build the best, like, API setup for doing whatever. You know, no. It doesn't mean that you might know how to talk to the CMO. You know what makes a great demand gen campaign. You know how to operationalize things like, you know, chat or um, using intent data, that is value and that makes you a great ops person. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't know Apex doesn't take that away from you.
0: And, that, and that's just where the breadth of everything that we have to know has got so wide now that, that if, you keep on, if you keep looking at all of these examples of where there is an expert in that, right? Like you go around and you see, oh, this person is an expert mm-hmm. in you know, databases and SQL and complex analytics. You know, I'm not, and then you like you start thinking bad about yourself, and then you look at someone like a developer, and you're like, oh my god, they're they're really good at you know, developing and working with APIs, and you know, I'm not as good at that. But then you know you're you've got to look at what you are good at. Mm-hmm. Like, take away that imposter syndrome. You know, leverage people where you can get that insight, but understand what you're good at, what you maybe need to improve, but not kind of feel bad about it that you haven't been able to, you know, keep up with the breadth of everything in marketing operations and that's kind of back to what we were saying before it's around like really trying to figure out what you want to get out of this Mm -hmm. like if you want to be an architect then yeah you're going to have to start learning about apis if you want to be you know a data science person that's you know you're going to have to you know learn all of that if you want to be you know a salesforce administrator yeah you're probably going to have to learn process builder and apex but if you want to just elevate your career in marketing operations and maybe run a team of all of those people, then you need to learn the language, you need to understand the concepts, work good enough that you can provide value within those conversations, but you don't need to be the absolute expert in each of these little niche areas.
1: Totally, and I think that we're not saying, oh, we want to be clear, we're not saying like this is the time where we're saying like cliche career advice, like fake it till you make it. No, we're no, not saying it. that. You literally can't do that in ops. If you are doing that, you know, we'll see how many jobs you run through in the next, like, few years. But um, that's a, a different scenario. But for those of you who are listening to this and, like, it's really, you know, you're feeling down about any of those places where you feel like you're not up to fluff. Well, it's just that's the... The case for you to just kind of sit down, write a list, maybe audit. do audit an audit, your audit your skill set, do do an exercise. These are all the areas. These are all the things I know really well. These are the ones that I know pretty well enough to actually articulate uh, to someone the importance of them and how they work. And these are the things I just don't understand. If you find that some of the things in that category you you don't understand. You need to be clear. Is this something I need to learn to be successful at the role that I want? Yeah,
0: map it to your goals.
1: Yeah, and then if it's not, but is it something that I need to kind of know about? Well, do enough of that research. Like, find an expert in that. Maybe, you know, uh, someone that can mentor you and help you understand. Or as you're going through those projects, really, truly, you know, someone is building something for you. Have them explain it to you. What's the importance of this? How did you build it? Even though you may not be able to go back and replicate it, just really understanding how it was built and being able to articulate will only help you in leading someone to actually go and do that one day. So you can actually say, okay, I need this process in Salesforce to be, do this. And I need these fields in order for that to do that. And you really will understand the downstream effects of it because someone's actually articulated that to you before. Mm-hmm. But you don't need to um, have the skill set to actually do it. You can find the experts to do it. So that's a, a really good um, exercise for you, um, folks in marketing ops, to just you know address like what are the things you actually need to know. And then if you find that there's really a skill set you're lacking, you know maybe yeah. spe- carve out some part of your day to. Do that certification, um, yeah. you know. Do whatever training you need to do, and really invest that time into yourself. And yeah,
0: because the the assumption that we're making with this with this podcast is that you do know something really well, right? <laughs> <laughs> like if you're sitting there, like I don't know anything, then yeah, um, yeah, you probably should work on a lot of things. Yeah. The assumption is that you've been in marketing operations a while, you've got a really good understanding of the core marketing ops function Mm -hmm. um and all of the technicalities within that but there's like these extra areas that are just constantly keep on being added on that you're asked to be an expert in too um and that's where doing the audit trying to understand it is that a path you want to go down Mm -hmm. because if you have to choose like we keep on bringing up kind of like you know reporting sql bi and like um you know salesforce i think because they're just like a common like a process builder and so they're like a common um, thing for marketing operations people to like start that see a lot of the people start learning that um, and I think that the issue is if you go okay you do that audit and then you map it to your goals and you say, say I need to be an expert in all of this stuff because you're never going to get become an expert in all of it because you just don't have the physical time to do it so you're going to become just like you know you're never going to get to that level just kind of very like high level which is which is okay you want to have at least a high level understanding of things. But if you can focus on the areas that you know that are gonna really provide value, then you will be able to truly become an expert in those areas. So running that audit and figuring out what, what you need to get to the next level is super important.
1: Totally, so um, I, I think, you know, to sum it up for everything that we said, I think the first thing is trying to identify what do you want your career journey to be? If you don't know, maybe where do you find yourself uh, where's your job description even lie? And then doing assessment, write down, these are the things I know. These are all the things that I kind of understand and I can articulate, and these are things I don't know. And then identify how you can maybe learn the concepts about them but not be an expert in them or where you maybe need to um, kind of spruce up your um, skill set because it will help you do your job better. And understand that marketing ops is just, you know, getting even more – Complex every day, so it's a hard target to give yourself to try and be an expert and everything. Yeah, There'll be another
0: thing next week. You know? Yeah, <laughs>
1: but also it's changing in the sense where we're getting more budget, we're getting more um, eyes on our department, and so there is going to be, um, you know, defined swim lanes for us to be in, and we don't maybe have to be everything to everyone um, one day, and we really can focus. And if you do want to be a leader of the team. This is what we're saying is a good place to start to not try and be an expert in everything but really be understand
0: really, com- really competent, right? And Yeah, really competent.
1: Yeah, and that confidence is is key. Um and because you do also then need the um you know the extra time also to work on the skill sets that are going to really help you and that's kind of your communication and working cross-functionally, which is hard to do when you're just deep in mm-hmm. um the weeds somewhere. So um, yeah, we hope this was useful and, um, if you have any more advice, feel free to let us know. And, and- reduces
0: some anxiety for everyone <laughs> trying to keep up. And if you want to do that audit, I mean, you could go to my LinkedIn post and copy and paste all of the items totally. in there. Other people added a load of other items on there. Um, so you could just copy paste that, put it in Excel, give yourself a score of one to 10, all of those things and try and map that to where you want to be. It could be a good start.
1: Yeah. So go out there, be confident, and figure out you know, what else maybe you need to learn and what you don't. So we'll see you next time on Forward Thinking.
0: See you next time. This is Charlie, so if you liked what you heard, hit like on the platform where you watch this. Also, leave a review. Honestly, we'd really, really appreciate it. You can also subscribe where you listen to your podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or even YouTube, and make sure you subscribe to our newsletter, which is packed full of exclusive content, updates for events or courses that we might be doing, all designed to elevate your marketing operations and B2B strategy. See you next time on Forward and Forward is Off.